Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Power Half Hour Unstoppable Business Owner. Uh, tonight, uh, we have our um, proud sponsors, uh, Strong Foundations Coaching and Consulting, with over 25 years of leading and mentoring, training and coaching people. Jen provides individual and business personalized support to get aligned with your best life. For more information on how Jen can best serve you, go to www.jenzahari.com. As well, tonight we also have um, Jen's also sp uh, sponsoring with her created No Way Out. Uh, it is a book about a woman, Faith, on the verge of ending her life following decades of feeling unloved and unseen and suffering from anxiety. Looking back on her life, she moves through her final day. She recognizes how much pressure she put on herself at all times, and she lost sight of her self-worth and confidence. Created is filled with an emotional, unique insight on mental health and ending you don't want to miss. As well, um, Kimberly and I are actually on co-chairs of Camaraderie Rescue Mission. And uh, right now, Camaraderie Rescue Mission is having a summer raffle. So for $100, you get to help our veterans. Um, you, you get a, your name goes, you get you purchase your t-shirt and your name goes in a raffle to win a six month membership from freedom, freedom boat club. Um, the main club is out of winter Haven, Florida for this particular one, but um, you're able to use it up to four times anywhere else. And there's 350 locations if you're outside of the winter Haven area. Uh, so help us fight uh, suicide and PTSD and trauma. So, so as I'm super excited to introduce to you the amazing Tasmia Paris. Welcome to the show. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? Great, great. Great. So tell our amazing viewers just what it is you do, because I know that I didn't put your tagline in there because I was like, people are going to wonder what this is, but I love it. Tell us who who you really are and how you help amazing Absolutely. women. Um, I am a sex coach and pleasure mentor for grown ass women. I specify grown ass women because women over 35 are where it's at. We're the ones who are about to change the world. And the more that I see women getting turned on, it does whatever, um, things people are looking for in women's empowerment, what I find is that when they're turned on they get all of those benefits. So that's what I'm here to do on this planet in this time that I'm here. I love that. And because when you find that women feel more empowered, like when you, when you feel sexy and stuff like that, you feel empowered. And I love it when I did, I did put on the show notes, something about pussy glitter. Tell us what are our viewers, yeah. what you, what you mean by pussy glitter? Because sure. I love um, that. Yeah, pussy glitter came up uh, almost two years ago now. Interestingly, uh, it, it it that those two words together didn't come together until about two years ago. But then when they did, it made total sense. So um, pussy glitter is basically the force of nature that is feminine female turn on. Um, I I specifically talk about feminine consciously because feminine and masculine are available to all genders. It's not about what, what genitals you have in the pants it or not pants, however you want to roll in the world. <laughs> no shame. Do your thing. 
Um, regardless of what it is, it is that feminine flow. It is that magic. It's the unpredictable. It's the chaos. It's the feeling through the dark. It's the unknown. It's all of those things that are not really celebrated in this society. There are things that are scary in this society. Um, our society is like very like, if we can predict it, that's good. No, <laughs> sometimes the unpredictable surprises are the most amazing things. So um, yeah, Pussy Glitter is that. And it also, it, in a very practical way, it is, um, it is where uh, when a person with a pussy feels as confidence that they can feel when they feel turned on excited about things when their their emotion is like upward and outward and all of that that is pussy glitter and you can like spread that pussy glitter all over the place and then other people get it it's it's contagious your turn on is contagious i'm not talking about stis <laughs> inger says she had to turn down her volume I she's got She's got kids, so I just like I love it. Headset, sweetheart, headset. Yes. Also, also, I also want to say like it's important for young people to know this, uh, and the reason I specifically said like I I am a family person because I talk about what young people actually need to know. Like the word vagina is actually inaccurate for what we're talking about in general. If we're talking about women's pleasure, you cannot just leave it at the vagina because the vagina is just the hallway from the womb to the outside. It leaves out all of the things that cause us pleasure. So, so if you have a vulva and you're calling it a vagina, you're missing out on the pleasure. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So talk to them about a vulva. If, if they're trying to talk about genitals, please use the right word and say vulva. Please, please say vulva. Do not call it a vagina. Thanks. I Thanks, three girls. Hi, three girls. It's, it's the gateway. It's the a hallway. It's a gateway. It's a hallway. That, that's. It's not even a gateway. It's literally a hallway. Oh my god. The gateway from the divine, the non-physical, is the cervix. That's the gateway, okay? The okay. cervix is the gateway from, it's the portal from the infinite to the finite, mm. from the we don't know to the now we know, okay? Like, awesome. this is amazing. This is why I do what I do. <laughs> and you can tell you're very passionate about it. And I have to say, I'm 45 years old and never had the talk yet with my mother. And seriously, like I figured it out, I'm married. I yeah. figured it out. And, you know, I had, I had my, I had, I had my first period at my grandparents. I, I almost was in a, like a, a tizzy. So I, you know, make a long story short, I had to like call my parents, come get me. And uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, it's interesting. I'm, I'm Put your now... earphones in, Inger. Put your earphones in. Headset, headset. Headset. It's, it's a boss move for moms. Um, do that. It's that's called self-care. Okay. Getting a headset is called self-care. So do it. Um, I am now having sex talks with my mom. I'm 47. And now we talk about sex. In, You're probably in, educating her. <laughs> you know, yes. And it's fun because like I'm getting her perspective. She's educating me actually about like what's possible as a as a as an even more grown ass woman. Right. Uh, like how to kind of navigate. I'm learning through her experiences, actually. So it's mm -hmm. it's fun. It, it, and some people are not ever going to come around to having 
a, a real conversation about sex. And I think it's, it's uh, tragic because our sexuality is actually some of the most um, integral aspects of who we are on the planet. Not that we put it out there in the world all the time, but it is an integral part of who you are. And if you're you know, doing personal growth work or consciousness work, but you're not addressing the sexuality aspect of your being, you're going to be missing a significant portion of who you are. Not because you're, you don't have enough orgasms. It's literally that you just literally don't know a part of yourself. There's a part of yourself yeah. <laughs> between exactly. the waistband and the top of the thighs that needs your attention. <laughs> and ladies, when you finally get into that jam, you really need that attention. I, I'm just saying, personally, there was a time that I was having some hormonal issues and I just like didn't care if I got it or not. And well, my holistic doctor and I have corrected that. Um, so if you need need somebody to help you with that part of it, to go talk to Dr. Christy. She'll hook you up with that. And then you talk to Tasmina here, and then she'll hook you up the rest of the way. Because I want people Tazima. to get my name right. Tazima. So staff on the Z. That's how to remember it. Tazima. 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 <laughs> Thank you. I, I was going to ask how to pronounce it, but we kind of I had to kind of. Yeah, hurt a little bit. So I love that. I love that. And when you are in your jam, like things are a whole lot better. Oh gosh. I mean, every like all that exhaustion and frustration and resentment and all the things that women complain about, like literally you can just get turned on. Like nothing else in your life can change and you can go from the worst to feeling the best, like just by getting turned on about anything. It doesn't even have to be sex. Let's, I get really turned on about my green wall back here. For those of you who can see me, uh, yeah, I my green wall turns me on. It is an actual physical green wall. It is not a, like a, a, a filter or something or whatever, fake backdrop. It's not that. I love my green wall. I get really turned on about it. I also love being able to see the sky from my place. I have these great windows. So there are a lot of things in my life that turn me on. It's not just sex. And I want to expand this conversation, just like expanding the conversation of actually what sex is. I want to expand the conversation about what pleasure is and what pleases us and how to go for that and integrate that pleasure into your life. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so you can basically, you don't, you can have an orgasm with anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be in sex. You know how many like plate gasms I've had, like, cause the meal I'm eating is just so good or like dry gasms. Like I'm just, I'm, you know, ride gasms or stroll gasms. Like I've had so many and there are cry gasms. There are anger gasms. There are just, there are everything that you can think of. You can be turned on while doing it. Turned on angry is a great location by the way turned on sadness are you kidding me talk to me about that if you're if you're feeling sad you don't have to be like Ooh. you can just be like i am so sad and it feels so good and then you like go all the way through it like you play some sad songs that feel really appropriate you know resonate with where you are and then you move through in this beautiful way and then you're like oh i feel so much better now because i got i heard myself i heard myself I listened to myself. I was present with myself. And then you can have that like sadgasm. Like, just... 
we need to find out about more of this. Like, we, everybody needs to sign up with uh, yeah, Tasma. <laughs> Taz. <laughs> no, not Taz. You cannot. You oh, cannot. we can't. Do okay. not abbreviate it. Is Tazima? Tazima. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no shortcuts. No full, shortcuts. Full, full glory. Full glory. It's, it's all. I good. love that. I love that. I love that. So, what three things have you overcome then to get to being the sex coach? Yeah. Um, and having any kind of orgasm, whether it be happy, sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first thing I want to mention is. Um, it's, a, it's something that's not over, like overcome, sure. But like there's a continuous overcoming of my own fear of being seen. As a human being, what I want the most is to be seen and, and anyone can relate to this. Mm -hmm. I just wanna be seen. And there is also a tremendous vulnerability to being seen because if you're, if you're really seen, it means that you actually have to open up and be vulnerable. So there have been so many stages of me opening up like, no, this is who I really am. Oh, also there's been an edit, there's been an update. Okay, this is who I am now. Okay, this is who I am now. And that continuous effort. And even, um, even in the last year, year, year and a half or so, one thing that I gave up, I took a mask off. And it, so it's sort of an unmasking, revealing, however you wanna, call it but the last the most recent mask that I have been taking off is being seen just as a sex coach because I was like kind of coupling it as sex and relationship because in the Midwest you're like oh you're talking about we can't do that you know like east coast west coast they're like sure yeah talk to me about it but like Midwest is like ooh, ooh, that's a little it's a little racy <laughs> Um, and so taking the relationship stuff off, yes, I still help people with relationship stuff. Sex, ha sex always happens in a relationship, even if it's a really teeny relationship, like very short, like as long as the sex, like it's still relating. Okay. But yes, I still do talk about that, but I had to take off the mask of, of, uh, relationship coach in order to really reveal I really am a sex coach like I really love talking about the sex and the positivity around you being able to access your sexuality so that's one so the continuous revealing um, the other part uh, the, the second one I want to mention is me giving myself like putting myself first and I want to make mention of the word resilience for a moment. Resilience gets overused right now. And people are being praised for resilience and like, oh, you're so resilient and good for you. And it's like this, you know, kind of compliment thing. And what we must acknowledge when we call someone resilient or say, oh, that was a resilient moment is that the person went through something really, really difficult. Like there is resilience and pain are connected. They, you can't have one without the other. And through the pain that I experienced, it helped me to see that when I put myself first, I not only get to release some of the resentment. So when I say, when I, when I say I'm putting myself first, I'm gonna give you a couple practical examples. One is I prioritize pleasure. And when I prioritize pleasure, it didn't just mean having more sex because 
at the time when I was having the most pain, I just wasn't into sex for many reasons. Uh, challenges in the relationship and challenges like in my life, all of that. And what I did put first as far as pleasure was I really love baths. So I made sure to give myself a bath every day, every day that I could, every day that it was available, every day that I could like load, load the bathtub up with lots of water and lots of sudsy, sudsy stuff or smell good stuff or whatever and have some chocolate. Like those two things were literally the, the thing that were like getting me through. And then <clears throat> meditation, journaling, that's just my list. You can have a different list. This is not prescriptive. This is literally I'm revealing for you what, what I do. And in that process, <clears throat> the, the really cool thing that came out of me prioritizing my own pleasure and treating myself so well was that my standards got raised on how other people need to treat me. And then my boundaries were reinforced. And then it was easier for me to identify and communicate my boundaries. I had no idea that was going to happen. I love that. I had no idea that was going to happen. That was like the little bonus, like cherry on top. And also a little butterfly and also a little umbrella. And also <laughs> I was like, what? This is great. So those, are, those two uh, for sure. Um, and then the other piece was recognizing that I was holding um, some victim consciousness. Mm -hmm. This came through a friend of mine uh, pointing it out to me, y'all, if y'all don't have real friends, whoever's listening to this, you don't have a real, some real friends who will really let you know like, hey, I see something in you and I think it's hurting you. Like I see a pattern it's, it's really helpful to have coach friends. <laughs> coach friends. I've got several of them. <laughs> They're great. They're great. Um, but good coach friends, not, I mean, highly skilled coach friends, not rando. <laughs> like I just became a coach yesterday. Not those. Uh, no, no, no shade, no shade. Uh, but yes, a, a dear friend of mine pointed out a place where she saw me in victim consciousness. And because she's a high level coach, she actually saw the very subtle way that there was some victim stuff showing up. And I took that on to like say, okay, if she's right, if it's true, then where is it? Cause a lot of times, you know, in historically, even for myself, I would have been like, oh yeah, I mean, maybe, but like, I'm just going to keep going. I think what I'm doing is working pretty good, but I really sat with it. And I asked myself like, where, where's the place where I'm being a victim? Oh, this place. Oh, this place. And it's so subtle. And yeah, I'm a I'm a highly trained coach. I've been coaching for, you know, 17 plus years. And so, yeah, now I can see even how my super subtle stuff is showing up. And as I started to address that and started to admit, own up to it, I was able to be like, oh, okay, got it. And then I catch it earlier now. I'm not saying that I'm healed of, of all victimhood or victim consciousness. No, I'm just better at, at seeing it when it shows up. Mm -hmm. And I think any great coach always has a coach, you know, because we're always, we always have to improve. Yeah. Even if it's just like, we never want to compare ourselves to other people, but improving ourselves daily from the person that we were yesterday, um, you know, and, and that is just, that is where it's at. And I, and I love every part of it. 
Yeah. And to be able to get that care, because that's the other part is, is when we care so much for others, if we're doing all that caring, we need someone to also care for us and hold that space for us. Um, mm-hmm. Not just to listen, not just to check in, but like really care. Like, hey, I care about you as a human being. I know you've been serving like crazy. <laughs> and so, yeah, I care about you. <laughs> so that's that's always delightful. I love that. So prioritize your pleasure, raise your standards, which sets boundaries and yeah. And be resilient. In, yeah. and, in and tell the truth, tell the truth. Cause that victim part was about telling the truth. Really. Right. Get that, it was yeah. really about telling the truth uh, and being honest, like, like take that film off the mirror, you know, cause mm-hmm. we put this film, you, the film is even on the mirror. It's on our, it's on our lenses. It's in the front of our faces and the mask is literally on the mirror. Right. You know? And I, and I would imagine with your clients that you do have, then you help them identify those things and that, right? Yeah. The um, harder I go, the, the bigger I can help my clients. If, if I go, if I really commit and go deep, then I know the depths. So I can, I can host them. I can be like, okay, watch for that slippery rock right there. And this is a hole here. <laughs> and here's a handhold. This is the part. It feels, it feels really slippery, but if you pull on it, it's going to be fine. <laughs> I promise you won't die as you're going through this. <laughs> you won't die. You won't die. It's not going to be comfortable probably, but like what part of growth is, is comfortable? Like none. Like you're and then you die, basically. <laughs> Girlfriend, I'm going through the refiner's fire. It's yes. like nasty, but it's needed. And that's mm-hmm. what we as people that are out here serving others, that's what we do. You know, we go through these moments and these refiner's fires for a reason so that we can help our people. Yes, indeed. Uh, I love that. So tell our viewing audience what they, what kinds of um, programs you have out right now uh, and things like that. What are you offering your, for your, sure. or, and who um, your ideal client is? Yeah. So first of all, uh, let's talk about who. So who is usually the, the women I attract are the most responsible sibling. <laughs> they are <laughs> perfectionist people pleasers. They are so, 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 so excellent at what they do. They're really, they get a lot of compliments. They're so efficient. They're so high, high performers, high performing people pleasers. They are the last one on their list or close to. They're really excellent. They're working on fumes. They are really effective in their work and not so good in their relationships. Usually they end up serving, 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 and not getting back. They are pouring, attempting to pour from the dregs of their cup, not even an empty cup. There are dregs in there because like it's the dust from all that has settled from all the work they've been doing. Oh boy. Oh, I mean, these are my ladies. Why? Because I was that lady. <laughs> like let, let's, so I'm being transparent here. I was mm-hmm. that lady, like yes. really, really, really good. My half ass is excellence of other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know that space. I can breathe in that space. I know what that looks like. I know what it sounds like. So that. And so what, what that ends up translating as a person with a vulva, as a person with a pussy, in sex, if you keep putting 
the other person first, you will never get yours, especially if they have a penis. Because the way that we orient towards sex in this society is that like what the penis likes is what's important. That's not that's the sex. It's that both comes, important. I mean, well, no. And let me let me say let me say it this way: the sex that comes out of the kind of sex that only the penis finds pleasing is very shallow and short. No pun intended. It's not deeply satisfying. But the feminine version of orgasm that you can access when you tap into what is feminine about you mm -hmm. will open doors to this whole other world that you didn't even know was there. I am continuing to open doors just in my personal sexual practice that I didn't know were there. And I've been studying sex for over 20 years. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not even a, you know, there's no ending to it. A uh, masculine version of sex is very finite. And now, and mind you, I'm not saying male and female sex because there are a lot of women who have sex with themselves, but in the masculine way. And so it's short and it puts them to sleep and that's it. <laughs> or you could take a roller coaster ride. You could travel to other realms. I'm not talking shit here. I'm not like blowing, you know, pixie dust or- I believe you. Because <laughs> I mean, it is- it is really uh, fascinating, you know, it's, it, but people don't know it because it's not anything that's shared. So those are the ladies. So if, if you, if you haven't, and here's, here's the real practical version of it. If you have trouble asking for what you want in bed, in sex and in, or in your relationship, if you haven't had any formal sex ed in the last five or so years, which most adults have not, um, if you, uh, if there's something specific you want to learn about, that you don't know about, you want to ask a sex coach or some kind of sex educator, or if you feel insecure about what you desire, or you don't even know what you want in sex, or you feel so disconnected from your sexuality that you're like, mm, I'm not interested at all. I promise you that, that even if you're not having sex with another person, having healthy sexuality will support all aspects of your health. And I'm not talking about in a light like, oh yeah, where you work when you work on one thing, everything else gets better. No. I'm saying pussy glitter is like turbo fuel <laughs> for your life. <laughs> this is something totally different. I'm like, it's not like, oh yeah, I just did my taxes and so now I feel so relieved. No. You're going to get the energy that you need to push through all the challenges of doing the fucking taxes if you don't get off on doing taxes. Like, this is what I'm talking about. It's, it's a different... <laughs> and all you tax preparers out there, I love you so much. I'm so happy that you get off on taxes. <laughs> I don't. As a tax preparer, I could say I've never gotten off on taxes. <laughs> So, so anyway, uh, so yeah, women over 35, you haven't had much education recently, you have specific questions, or you just have challenges with your experience, or you don't know how to ask for what you want. Those are my ideal folks. Um, I have a one, uh, a group course called Pussy Glitter, uh, and Pussy Glitter Advanced Sex Ed for Grown-Ass Women. And in that course, 
I walk through many of the aspects that I've been talking about and then some. Literally, the first thing in the program is how to put yourself first. That's the first thing. Because if you don't have the pleasure, if you're if you're working on them dregs, you know, then we can't even talk about anything. You can't ask for what you want if you're working on dregs because it's going to come out sideways. So we address that first. We walk through other pieces that will be important for you to know once you're ready to talk about what you need. And um, I have a group coaching uh, sessions that allow people to ask questions and personalize it for themselves. For those who feel, you know, like they're uncomfortable with trying to um, connect with with others or they, they feel like they want to do private, no problem. I offer private coaching. You can do that and we can talk about it in secret until you're ready to stand up on the rooftops and yell, I have pussy glitter. I want to spread it to the world. Like until you're ready for that, like we can work <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> Again, not prescriptive. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a fun show. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a fun show. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I think we hit the power in the half hour. What do you think? I think we did, and I can't wait for the world to yet go up on the rooftops and yell, "I have pussy glitter!" <laughs> Dorothy, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, this has been an absolute blast. I am so glad that we connected and that you came on to the show. Uh, for those of you on the replay, you have to watch from beginning to end. I swear this is one of those episodes you just can't pick one thing and, and not, because if you just hear the word pussy glitter, you will not know what pussy glitter really is. And it's not what you think it is. It is not. We don't put glitter on our pussies. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's not safe <laughs> is it toxic <laughs> i mean it can be if you use the wrong type you can use food grade glitter but not uh -huh. not craft glitter don't do it oh that oh we're gonna have you come back on so you can explain what's edible and what's not food grade <laughs> Or better yet, sign up for your one of uh, your courses here and, yeah. and, you know, and learn what all that is about. And I do offer a, a complimentary introductory uh, initial chat. So people can find that on my website or on my uh, Instagram in the links. Perfect. And where would you like people to connect you with uh, to connect with you? I did put in the show notes your website and your Instagram and Facebook, but is there a specific place that you would like them to connect with? You? So Instagram has, has a little, uh, the link has a bunch of goodies. So there's free stuff there. There are interviews that I've done, other podcasts I've been on. And you can, you know, if you want to learn a little bit more about my style or hear even some about my personal life, <laughs> you can, you can go through it. I got to go check that out. Oh yeah. No, they're fun stuff. I reveal a lot of things because you need to know. <laughs> Yeah. When's your book coming out? Oh boy, uh, it is it is being written. I actually just met someone who is going to help me um, help me clear it up, edit, and and get it ready for for press. So yeah, coming coming soon. Okay, so I was joking, but I figured there has to be a book coming because oh, everybody honestly. has a story. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like, can't wait to hear it. Oh, there are like three, but like I'm trying not to say that out loud so that the universe, you know, like <laughs> back the just I need a break this week. Can we? Can we? <laughs> 
it's fine. You. I'm so bored. I love the I love the roller coaster. So I, I love it too. <laughs> so with that, I just want to thank our people in our comments, and I I really want to thank you for coming on the show and bringing your joy and your fun and your pussy glitter with you because this was an absolute pleasure to have you on. This is all mine. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Have a good night, people. Same time, same channel. Next week, next Wednesday, the unstoppable. <laughs>